Welcome to a series of talks about objective consciousness, an objective universe, and an objective way to awaken. Expanding upon the works of George I. Gurdjieff and Russell A. Smith. This podcast is part five of chapter seven of the audiobook of The Blueprint of Consciousness. In this episode, we further look at the fa la do mi so ti re outer octave sequence and discover how every note on a piano is also every other note. And we explain how the definition of the law of seven, the line of the flow of forces constantly deflecting according to law and uniting again at its ends, can now be understood. Let's begin. The Blueprint of Consciousness An Accelerated Path to Awakening By Russell A. Smith Chapter 7 Traversing Suspended Continuity Part 5 Russell made the diagram on page 407 to help students better understand the sequence, as well as better visualize the octaves that share vibrations. The diagram shows all the octaves in the universe that share vibrations with the 8S octave. That is, that have the same vibrations as the 8Ss Do, Ti, La, So, Fa, Mi and Re. Highlight the 8S octave so you do not forget that we are talking about the 8S octave. The outer octaves that meet at the Do of the 8S octave are the 6S, 7S, 8S, 9S, 10S, 11S and 12S. And since we know that the sequence is always Fala do mi so ti re, we know that at the do of the 8s will be the fa of the 6s, the la of the 7s, the mi of the 9s, the so of the 10s, the ti of the 11s, and the re of the 12s. You can put Fa, La, Do, etc. Directly below the 6S, 7S, 8S, etc. The sequence Fa, La, Do, Mi, So, Ti, Re is a good thing to memorize. The outer octaves that meet at the T of the 8S octave also follow the Fa, La, Do, Mi, So, Ti, Re sequence. There we find the two P's Fa, the four S's La, the six S's Mi, the six P's So, the eight S's T, and the eight P's Re. You can put Fa, La, Do, etc. directly below the two P, four S, four P, etc. Notice that a different set of octaves 
meet at the DO and the T of the 8S octave. However, one octave meets at both. The 6S octave meets the 8S octave at its DO and at its T. Some octaves meet the 8S octave six times. Some only once. And here we show the sequence diagram. The octaves that meet at the LA of the 8S octave are 6P's FA, 8S's LA, 8P's DO, 10S's MI, 10P's SO, 12S's T, and 12P's RE. At the SO of the 8S octave are 4S's FA, 5S's LA, 6S's DO, 7S's MI, 8S's SO, 9S's T, and 10S's RE. At the FAR of the 8S are 8S's FAR, 9S's LA, 10S's DO, 11S's MI, 12S's SO, 13S's T, and 14S's RE. At the MI of the 8S are 4P's FAR, 6S's LA, 6P's DO, 8S's MI, 8P's SO, 10S's T, and 10P's RE. At the RE of the 8S are 2S's FAR, 3S's LA, 4S's DO, 5S's MI, 6S's SO, 7S's T, and 8S's RE. Label all the above. Now, here is something worth noting. The octaves that meet at the top DO, the 6S, 7S, 8S, 9S, 10S, 11S and 12S, meet again at the bottom DO. That is, the forces which unite at the top DO Although they each take different diatonic trails as they descend, all unite again at the bottom dough. In chapter 1, we introduced the definition of the law of seven, which was the line of the flow of forces constantly deflecting according to law and uniting again at its ends, and explained that you would not understand that until we reached chapter 7. Well, here we are. The 8S octave met with a different set of octaves at every one of its notes. However, when it reached the bottom DO, it meets with the same octaves that it met with at its top DO. Likewise, the same octaves that met at the T meet again at the next T. 
Now, you can understand the definition of the law of seven. It is so simple. It is like saying, it is spring in Sanger, Texas. What forces meet in the spring in Sanger, Texas? A bunch. Some plants and animals are just emerging. Some life is nearing its end. Some things are at midlife. And it is the rainy season. Then, throughout the rest of the year, the forces which met in the spring each go their own way. Some get old. Some blossom later. Some die. And it stops raining. But next spring, guess what happens? They all meet back up in Sanger, Texas. They all come back. The definition of the law of seven can now be understood. The line of the flow of forces, constantly deflecting according to law, and uniting again at its ends. When we created the outer octaves and structured the universal cosmic weave, we created octaves at the notes La and Fa, where the forces were. Those forces became Do's. See page 109 of Cosmic Secrets. For example, at 720 vibrations, there was a force at Fa and a force at La. So we placed a Do there. Then, at 360 vibrations, there again is the Fa and La, and the Do we placed there. But now, we find that some other octave has its Mi there as well, and another its So, and yet another its T. What the heck? Where did those notes come from? We did not place them there. We were very careful to only place Do's at the La's and Fa's, at the forces. But after calculating the diatonic notes in other outer octaves, we discovered that some of those octaves also had notes at those forces too. Thus, those notes also became forces. May the forces be with you. So, initially, only Lars and Fars aligned with the forces. But, when we finished, we had forces at every note. Every vibration became a force. In fact, everybody became everybody. This explains why you can begin at any key on the piano and play an octave. Because every piano key is a Do. In fact, every piano key is a Re. 
Every piano key is a me. Every piano key is a far, etc. And every piano key is even a me sharp and a T flat. Every piano key has 12 names relating to either a whole note or a half note of somebody else's octave. The ensuing structure, after we carefully only placed does at the vibrations la and fa, ended up with seven whole notes and five half notes at every vibration, not just la's, fa's and do's. Every vibration became every note. Every vibration was somebody's do, somebody's t, somebody's la, somebody's so, and so on. Everybody was everybody. All notes were created equal. Every vibration was a different note in somebody else's octave. Pages 139 and 140. The sequence usually begins with a far, unless the la of the sequence originates in either the first or second octave of any family. 1s, 2s, 2p, 3p, 3d, 4d, 4f, 5f. We shall leave it to the reader to study these sequences, and will also challenge the reader to find yet another sequence, one only available to certain supreme octaves. After such a thorough study, you will understand why outer octaves always have their vibrations fall in either the fa la do mi so ti re sequence, the la do mi so ti re sequence, or the other sequence you have discovered. The sequences are like windows, where a vibration comes into being as a fa or la in some outer octave, and then reappears in other outer octaves, following the sequence until it finally becomes a ray. After which, the window closes and the vibration ceases. That is, it is never used again by any other outer octave, no matter how many octaves are computed. Remember, the outer octaves came into existence by only originating octaves, a diatonic do to do, at the forces la and fa, i.e. las became dos and fas became dos. However, when we examine the 6p octave and the sequence fa la do mi so ti re, 
existing at each vibration, we discover that every vibration in the 6P octave is the diatonic do of another octave. T in the 6P octave is the diatonic do of the 3P octave. La in the 6P octave creates the diatonic do of the 7P octave. So in the 6P octave is the diatonic do of the 4P octave. Fa in the 6P octave creates the diatonic do of the 8P octave. Mi in the 6P octave is the diatonic do of the 5P octave. Finally, Re in the 6P octave is the diatonic do of the 2P octave. Again, I repeat, we did not create an octave, do to do, at every note. We began by creating octaves only at la's and fa's, at the forces. However, the formation of outer octaves results in a structure that has a diatonic force, la or fa, at every note, which also creates a diatonic octave at every note. Continuing our study regarding how the outer octaves connect leads us to also examine where the outer octaves disconnect. That is, if we made a chart of just the supreme octaves, see page 140, we would find that some of the vibrations in the 1S octave are also vibrations in the 2S, 3S, 4S, 5S, 6S and 7S octaves. However, none of the 1S octave's vibrations are vibrations in the 8S octave. Likewise, none of the 2S octave's vibrations are vibrations in the 9S octave, nor the 3S in the 10S, and so forth. It is apparent that after the seventh family member the connection is broken with the first family member. The following diagram reveals all supreme octaves that contain one of the same vibrations as the 7S octave. And here we show the diagram of octaves containing a 7S vibration. Notice that there are six family octaves created before the 7S octave and six family octaves created after it for a total of 13 octaves. In chapter 3, regarding the process of defining an octave, we configured 13 related inner octaves 
in three scales. Ironically, there are also 13 related family octaves in the outer scale. We encourage you to study the connections among outer octaves, for many other truths await you. But now, we must move onward to other frontiers. In Chapter 3, when we examined how the deck of cards portrayed the inner octaves, 80 notes in 13 octaves, across three scales, we found if a card was a far in one scale, the card was a far in all scales. The only exceptions were the jokers. The extra joker, Alar in scale 0, Alar in scale 1, and Alar in scale 2, was the ascending Do in scale 0. The joker, a T in scale 0, a T in scale 1, and a T in scale 2, was the descending Do in scale 0. We envisioned these two Do's as two notes from an unknown previous scale. By defining the unknown previous scale, we will be able to reconcile these exceptions. To do this, we must consider that the deck of cards was designed specifically to represent the 80 notes in the three scales of the octave of man. Then, study as an octave the evolutionary ascension of life and the formation of man's seven centers, brains. Understanding the sequence and how octaves connect leads to the chart at the top of page 140 of Cosmic Secrets, which shows us where octaves disconnect. Okay. Find the diagram of Pascal's triangle on page 356. Remember the 16th octave, the 7S octave. Russell did not count the 7S octave as being an octave in the original structure. Why? Well, when we explain how octaves disconnect, you will understand why. Do you remember how the 7S octave was the last supreme octave that connected to the 1S octave? To the trunk? That means the 8S octave does not connect to the 1S octave. To the trunk. Then, why does Russell call the 8S octave a supreme octave if it does not connect to the trunk? Don't all supreme octaves connect to the trunk? They do. But since the 7S octave is the last S octave that connects to the trunk, it becomes the progenitor of the next 
S group. It stands like the 1S to all the octaves that follow. The last becomes the first. Therefore, the 8S octave is an S octave because it connects to the 7S just like the 2S connected to the 1S. The only vibration unique to the 7S is its ray. No octaves created after the 7S will have that vibration. The 7S's ray is the last note in the fa la do mi so ti ray sequence that connects back to the trunk. Thus, since the 7S octave is the last supreme octave that connects to the 1S octave, all the other octaves recognize the 7S octave as being the last octave in the pure bloodline of supreme octaves. As such, the 7S becomes the new king. That is why Russell did not count the 7S as being in the original structure. Because it was more of a beginning than an end. We can also see this in the Mexican culture. Males can have many family surnames. They might be Juan Valdez García Villar Vegar Martinez. But those surnames do not go on forever. After many generations, they stop carrying that lineage of surnames. Then, the surnames start all over again from the last family member. And everyone connects to him as if he was the first family member. Then, after several generations, it starts again. Okay. We know how octaves connect. And now understand why they disconnect. We have also learned why the 7S octave starts its supreme family over again. And we also understand why the 8S octave is a supreme octave even though it does not connect to the trunk. But now, since we are doing the sequence, we will entertain you with one other idea. Again, take the 13 notes, Fa, So, La, Ti, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, So, La, Ti, Do, Re, which revealed how every other note became the sequence and write those on an 8.5 by 11 inch notepad starting at the bottom of the page. Put one note on every other line. Good. Okay. Label the bottom far, far 16. Now fill in the rest of the math. You have far 16, 
So 18. La 20. T 22.5. Do 24. Re 27. Mi 30. Fa 32. So 36. La 40. T 45. Do 48. And Re 54. Now, we also talked about the significance of a chord. In what ratios are the vibrations of a chord? 8, 10, and 12. That is what they are. 8, 10, and 12. Those are the ratios of the three vibrations of a major chord. Okay. How many notes in an 8, 10, and 12 ratio can you find? Or, if it is easier, you can do the ratios 4, 5, and 6, which are the same as 8, 10, and 12. This will help. 8 times 2 is 16. 10 times 2 is 20. And 12 times 2 is 24. So, by increasing the ratios 8, 10, and 12 by a factor of 2, we discover that 16, 20, and 24 are also in the ratio of 8, 10, and 12. Thus, Fa 16, La 20, and Do 24 produce a major chord, a chord called the subdominant chord, or F major. Any others? How about 8 times 3, 10 times 3, and 12 times 3? 24, 30, and 36. We found a second set of numbers in an 8, 10, and 12 ratio. Do 24, Mi 30, and so... 36. That concludes today's podcast. If you would like a chance to read the whole book, The Blueprint of Consciousness, An Accelerated Path to Awakening, which is available as a high-quality 520-page hardback, and also as a PDF download, simply visit the store at our website, thedogteachings.com The Blueprint of Consciousness contains an objective exercise in awakening that has literally awakened hundreds of people. Be free. Be awake. Be real. And realize your full potential as a human being. On our website, 
you will be able to listen to other talks, obtain diagrams, animations, supporting videos, and much, much more. In addition, you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook under The Dog Teachings. And, as a reminder, we have two Zoom classes every Saturday to assist you. Level 1 is freely available for anyone who purchases the Blueprint of Consciousness. And the other is for those who have obtained the Master Exercises and the Double or Nothing Exercises. See under Resources slash Zoom Classes for more details. All at thedogteachings.com That's T-H-E-D-O-G-T-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-S dot com Goodbye. Until next time.